going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for listening to us. We are the VARBAR podcast and we are recording right after the best game of football I have ever watched in my life. The World Cup final. Oof. Just Mad. Genuinely. Yeah. Hey, we saw some goats and we've probably seen the greatest game in our lifetimes. I can't know. In our life, man. In our life. I can't even think anyone closer. In terms of everything, in terms of what you'd want to see in a football match, I don't think anything comes closer, man. I think in terms of drama, the only game that sticks out for me is probably the Liverpool comeback. But even to that extent, I still think this game was better because it was from both teams in the sense that like yeah, there was two, two goats both I think Liverpool were the underdogs going into that game whereas obviously this game was a lot more even um, and yeah it's just everything obviously I know we want to go into it in a bit more detail but everything about it man was just like heart, heart palpitating stuff man absolutely stupendous just I, I'm, I'm speechless but luckily whilst I might be speechless I have got some of the boys to go through this game so we've already heard from Char but how are you doing man? Good man, good to be here. Good to be here. That's what we like to hear. We've got Munu as well. How you doing, man? Logo. <laughs> Man's <laughs> burst <got>. as well. <laughs> that, that wasn't coming off at all, Munu, either before you said it. So you really liked it well. Um, we've got Prez. Yo, yo, yo. And then last but certainly not least, we have got what I can only presume to be a very smug Drew at the moment. Yeah, man. Nothing to say, to be honest. You can hear by my <laughs> brethren's voices that, you get me? That is not nice at the moment for them. But for me, I wasn't even meant to be here today, you get me? But I thought, you know, I'll pull up. I'll pull up. I'll pull up to the funeral. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. And richly deserved. But we'll, of course, move on to that. But, boys, we have to jump straight into it. World Cup final, it's the biggest game of football that there is. It's the one that you everyone dreams about all over the world. Football fans to play in, to win, to score in, everything. And I said at the start, it was an absolutely stupendous game. But that first half, it seemingly looked like it was done at, by half time. So... All the coverage at the start, there was rumours going round, there's a flu bug going through the French camp, and it looked like it had proved true because France came out in that first half looking awful. I think that's probably the like a nice way of putting it. Argentina, meanwhile, they come out and they look like they were ready to play a World Cup final. And one of the big selection decisions from Scaloni, the Argentina manager, he brings back Di Maria, who, quite simply put, I think everyone can agree here, did not have a good tournament up until now. He, he had been injured, he had been out of form, and then he comes into this game on the left wing, so he's almost out of position, and he was the best player on the pitch. In a, t in a game, can as we've said, two goats of Messi and Mbappe, Di Maria was dominant in that first half. And the first goal was a penalty that Messi took and scored, but it was all Di Maria beating Usame Dembele and making him look like absolutely nothing. Prez, like I've already said it, but how impressive did you think, did you find Di Maria coming into this game? Yeah, man, I think within the sort of early part of the game, you kind of saw him as uh, an early go-to option. Obviously, Messi is the focal point of 
Argentinos attacks mainly, but I always thought that in big games, especially Di Maria can offer you that X factor role where you get the ball to him and he will make something happen. He will cause you trouble. And that's kind of been his, his, uh, his USP throughout his career, really. Um, and where he's, he's made his name and, and been successful. He's won, um, you know, numerous trophies where he's had uh, a hand in the success as well. You think back to the 2014 U, uh, UCL final. Um, and the um, the part he played in that. So, yeah, man, he came on and just said, listen, I'm going to make an impact on this left-hand side. I haven't had the greatest tournament, as you pointed out, but I know the type of player I can be on my day. And, um, yeah, for that, uh, the, the penalty, uh, Usmane Dembele just, he didn't have a great tournament, by the way, but, you know, when you've got an attacker doing defensive work, especially 1v1, uh, in, against a, an experienced attacker like Di Maria, it, it was always going to be troublesome. So, yeah, man, uh, it was it was not it was you know nothing short of a masterclass from from Di Maria, Di Maria for the time he was on. To be honest, yeah, completely agree, completely agree. And I want to I will raise that Dembele point later because he was shit. Yeah, he was He's really bad, man. Considering you've got Coman on the bench. And you've got the impact from Turam and Kola Muane from this tournament, and you kept playing Usame. Ugh, disgusting. Disgusting. But then, Drew, that second goal from Argentina. Wow. I think sheer beauty. That's what I thought about it. You've got the clearance of Messi. That, yeah, it was. That's how the game's supposed to be played, right? Shout out, Cruyff. Like, the first touch from Messi and then that flick around the corner to Alvarez, the through ball and the fantastic run to McAllister. And then that square from to Di Maria, man. Inch perfect, no bounce, 2-0. I mean, did I, like, Drew, is that a case of Argentina for you just ripping France apart? Or were France just so casual that they just almost let that happen? It was just too easy. Um, I think it was a bit of both. And now, you know what? I'm going to go for with the first one that you said, because I felt like, you know, like Argentina, they were just dominant throughout. I wasn't really like um, paying attention properly in the first half, like watching it. But from what I've seen, it was just waves of attacks from Argentina. And, you know, that, that particular goal, it was just like Messi. Messi did a similar thing um, in, in the Holland game. Um, obviously, that one was a bit more, bit more brilliant. But... Yeah, it, they they just picked them apart, man. Um, nothing that France can do. Um, and it was just a simple matter of squaring it from McAllister to Di Maria. Which, you know, in situations like that, you just, you, you, you're happy that it's like a midfielder collecting the ball because if it was like Lautaro or someone else, they would have just gone for goal and probably missed. So, yeah, I was happy to see that McAllister was there so he would have squared it to Di Maria. And he Great, ball, in, man. Man. Great ball, man. Yeah, Great ball, by the way, man. Great ball. That was like the accuracy, the pace, awareness, way to pass st- everything. Exactly. Still, still got to give it to Di Maria mm-hmm. um, because he had to still finish it from that opportunity. But I, I keep calling him Gary McAllister because he looks like a Gary. To me. <laughs> but Alexis, Alexis McAllister, yeah, we call man, him Gary boy, and he looks Gary he looks boy. twice his age, bro. He's only twenty three, you know. Mental. Hey, do you know what's mad? United. You mind this episode? I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna uh, lay it on the plate, man. Messi, I think what he brings to that whole country and the players is something else. You got players that play for uh, freaking Brighton, Aston Villa, looking mm. like world class players, mm. man. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they were able, did, like 
Prez, we were talking about earlier, Di Maria, now he just different player today, man. Yep. It was actually nuts. <laughs> and then you see the emotions on the bench because, boy, how? You know what they say? Are you not entertained? You, man, I did not want this game to end. Like, Fam. what the hell? Fam. <laughs> huh. Was, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. But yeah, we go into that first half and Argentina tune up. France are... I mean, I, I can't remember a time I've seen France play as bad as they did. That was, it was horrible. They just look, they didn't look like they wanted to be there. Deschamps makes two changes before half time, dragging Giroud and Dembele. Giroud is apt, is kicking off like there's no tomorrow about being dragged, but let's face it, he, he wasn't. Oh, was, he, was he mad, yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was throwing mad. towels and bottles, kicking off on the bench. Like, he, but I, he couldn't complain. I think. We said it in the group at the time, like, he had to make those changes. If he didn't make those changes, people would have called him out. You you have to be ruthless. It's a World Cup final. And I don't know about you boys, but I thought the game was done. I Same. genuinely thought that game was done. Like, yep. the, the way France were playing, it just, they they did, they did looked like they didn't want to be there. They looked like it was just a kickabout. Whereas Argentina, and I think even the fans as well, like, the whole collective were treating it as a World Cup final, as the occasion to win. Whereas I think France were almost suffering from, uh, we've been here before, we've done this before, it'll be fine. And it was just, it looked like they thought it was going to be too easy. And then Deschamps gets them at halftime. He's obviously said something, right? Hair dryer team. Oh God, I can I can only imagine. Sacre bleu, merde. <laughs> <laughs> He that had to, boy, when fair. they're angry, speak. He had, he had to. Yeah, you know, he did. You're absolutely right, when you did. And I don't even think France improved that much, to be completely honest. After mm-hmm. halftime, I thought they got better. I thought they got a bit more of a foothold. But to be honest, I attribute that more to Argentina just coming back a little bit, wanting to protect their lead and see it out, and giving France more time with the ball. And yeah. then Colomani wins that pen. And a minute and a half of sheer bedlam starts. I mean, Munya, so like I say, Muani wins that pen. It is Mbappe 2-1. Minute and a half later, Marcus Taram. Fantastic ball, by the way. That little one-two over the top. Mbappe, 2-0. At that point, I don't really know what to think. So I'm going to turn it over to the man who's obviously completely sober at this time to give us some clear thoughts about what he was thinking at the time. <laughs> man, what, what what can you say? Like, he literally just... Uh, pressure is nothing for him. Like, you take two pens and you're bagging them both. Harry Kane, take note, by the Facts. way, if you're listening. Facts. Yeah. Facts, I have to. You said it all, man. Because the thing is, I was I was watching I was I, I watched the, the the extra the extra time in it, and um, obviously when he when he stepped up to take obviously obviously he scored the first one when he stepped up to take the second one I was like, Aloki similar to the Kane one I was like yeah he's gonna bag because this is them man are about power in it power and placement. But the fact that he's actually done it and at that age, and you could just tell on his face, you know, some players, you, you could tell, like, when they step up, when they pick up the ball, their body language, they're nervous. But hey, Mbappe can, can, just had Andy, one goal, and one goal do, only, bro. Do, do, do you know the one thing that I clocked? Every time, 
when he wanted to like he was just waiting for the ref to blow the whistle. If you not if you watch yeah, his two penalties, he's ready to go. He's not yeah, waiting yeah, for yeah. like the yeah. yeah, he was Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. That's CR seven, man. <laughs> CR7 get does the same thing man. I'm not going to lie get out of here mate just saying, but, just but yeah Jake I mean you have to like applaud Mbappe for that the nerves like <sighs> in the biggest of all stage and your country shout out Harry Kane is counting on you <laughs> and you bring them back into the game boys they would have they would have at me if I said it boy <laughs> at 2-0 those, like you say, Jake, those next three minutes were were madness. Like, let's talk about that equaliser as well. My God, Bro. is he ever gonna? Is he gonna hit a ball <laughs> any sweeter than that? Oh my Bro, days, he had no. he had no right. He had like, I think people don't really like, understand what my man had just done in that game. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think yeah. that that it it was meant for like even as I think I was saying earlier, your, your most Ronaldo purist. I think can always like take take their hat off and say this was like set up for for Messi to to obviously win the World Cup in it. Like, however, that performance from Kylian Mbappe at 23 years old, yeah, to carry like the weight of a of a nation like that and almost take it like it's a like a Champions League like qualification game. Like, how, like how cool he was, and even not even the fact he scored that that second goal, but like the way he played in that that that, that cameo. Like every time he got the ball. Donny, like, and even the second goal, let's just go back to it and break it down, yeah? Like, everyone that saw that that, that one-two unfold thought that first header was going to go, like, out wide. Like, I didn't even think he was going to, like, look, like go for that one-two. Like, I, I, I just thought he would, he's not, like, I, I, just, I thought the natural thing to do was just go wide and, like, start again. But he automatically, knew, like, saw the space in behind and just, like, knocked it off and he was just gone, like, he, he was just gone, in it? And, like... Do, do you know what's mad about, do you know what's mad about, like, that thing there, yeah? He actually could have brought it down and Bro. taking his time, but and it's opened it on refinishes exactly. like people like to exactly. grow. But but he, he this is a don that believes in his wave, bro. It, you yeah. understand? That's just I it. love to see it. That's just it. He, it's, it's a, a different don level. that believes in yeah. every single thing that he does. He picks up the ball, like let's say Carl Walker, for example. Carl Walker gave him a tough time initially in that game, in it. But I will burst past you at yeah. one point in this game, and he did it. And yeah. look, and again, the audacity in which he plays, the 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 bro, it's brilliant, man. And it, it's yeah. it's kind of a shame that you know that he he's not in the winning end of things. To Do be you know what though? Do you know what though, Drew? Though? Like I'm watching it, I'm thinking, bro. Like not even to say that, but this 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 final was more important for Messi to win. Like this is no, in no way, shape, or form going to taint Kylian Mbappe's legacy Absolutely whatsoever. It's building on anything. No, 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 no I'm not saying you're though. saying that. I'm just saying that, like. This like I'm watching it, I'm thinking, don't get me wrong, it's obviously like annoying that he scored a hat trick and lost. But bro, that performance itself is almost as good as winning the World yeah. Cup, man. Because that's that's gonna live in like the memories of like like everyone else watched that game ones. is looking at it, say if, look, Messi that's... won the World Cup, well done, but Kylian Mbappe stole the show in it. Like, Legacy that's, defining that's that's, that's it. Oh, yeah, for me, I yeah. I wanna I wanna build on that point really because and it, it's the I used to go back to the fact that what Munya said, like Mbappe steps to the penalty and he's ready. He's ready to go. He's on time because outside of the goals, and I know this is a very stupid point when I say it, but I still think I need to make it, is that his, like... He didn't do much. Ronaldo thinks. He didn't thinks. do much. Whereas, no, like, Messi is there releasing pressure, all that sort of... The things that you associate with Messi. Mbappe is just sheer effectiveness. Yeah. It was... Get me the ball. Three touches, three goals. That's a He's a difference maker. He's well, a different me... maker. But He's a difference maker. Exactly. He's ready when he's ready, boy. Yeah. Don't at him. Yeah, he's like, like yeah. I think he can get to a level. Well, 
I think it's obviously different in terms of the way of football in it. But like, he's probably the only person in world football at the moment. And you could potentially say Haaland to some extent that can walk around the pitch for a bit and no one can ever like talk about what he's doing going backwards in it because he the, what he can do on that pitch going forwards, yeah, he needs to he needs to relax and take his time with it in it. It's not even probably a Haaland, bro. Haaland got a yeah. high with nine touches in the game, bro. So him him Get included. It. Yeah, true, true, true. So we're at we're at extra time now. France when they got a two wall the momentum just shifted. You could feel it in the stadium. It was Ale Le Bleu was coming out all the time. France was zipping the ball around. It was a completely different game. And that that's to be understandable, right? You've just conceded two goals in a minute and a half in the World Cup final. I'll be honest, if I was sat there, I'd be like, what the fuck's just going on? What do I do? Like, I, I wouldn't have a clue what to do. Um, Argentina get it to extra time and... Our friend Toast was like, yeah, France need to win it now. They need to win it now. They cannot get to penalties. And the first half of extra time, not a lot happened, right? There was, it's, I think it was a bit touchy, a bit nervy. I think the tiredness had hit the players, especially like the adrenaline rush. Second half of extra time kicks off and then, fuck me. Like this game just got even better. I like It was insane. We'll start off with obviously that third Argentina goal. France deciding... In the 107th minute, right, do you know what, lads? This is when we need to, like, take some risks in defending. We need we need to just play stupidly. It was fucking horrific. And Latoro Martinez, the man who this tournament decided to do his best Higuain impression and just not finish his dinner, no matter how easy the opportunities, makes a fantastic run, gets a one-on-one on the angle with Lloris, hits it straight at Lloris, but the, because of the power of the shot, it only gets palmed out to that man. Messi, he bundles it over the line, and it's three two. We don't need to compliment Messi because we know how brilliant he is. But France, there, I said it. That was horrific yep. from their side. Like, how can you be pulling that out at that time? Like, their line was in three different places. I'm yeah. not sure at one point. Their Listen, line. <laughs> I just want to make this very clear for people that might have like caught the game in moments. Yeah, France were awful. Like, don't mm. to any extent think we, that they we, were. It was the Mbappe show only. He that was the biggest carrier. We, that, de- that we definitely need biggest... to break that down. Brother, that was the biggest carrier's job I've ever seen. No, but in like I, I, I said this in the last episode. To be honest, that they've not been good at all. They haven't. Tournament. They haven't. Like, they've been effective in certain moments, but they haven't. Even yeah. like even Griezmann. But like, Argentina, Argentina as well. To be honest, they haven't been good. Yeah, but no, that first. Yeah. No, I think since there's been knockouts, Argentina have got better in terms of playing. Like yeah, they they, better, they started yeah, yeah. creating. Messi has, got, Messi has gotten better. I think Messi's gone better and I think everyone yeah. like Alvarez has obviously made a difference since Alvarez the first game too, yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously Di Maria today like rolled it back like years so I think they've had players that have got better as, as a tournament have gone on but France other than Mbappe and Griezmann like, up till now bro they've they've been they've been dogging it yeah we definitely there definitely needs to be an inquest on on that France performance because overall wasn't great but looking looking back at Argent- the- Pogba Kante missed. Yes, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent, man. And Kante especially for me. I yeah. don't, don't want to look into the rumors too much, but they always they were also saying that there was a case of flu sickness in yeah. the camp. I, I don't know if that's actually played into it. I don't know. And I don't. Well, know I was reading it. I was reading it throughout the weekend. Basically, like I think Varane, um, Rabio. Konate didn't they hadn't trained in it. I was reading like some reports as night as it as a, so like it was a thing to what extent I don't know how in it so I'm not going to sit here and say that's um, the reason why they performed they so performed badly on but that, 
to be correct to credit to Deshaun Pierre, he said in his post match, it's like they were hundred percent fit. Like I, he wouldn't have played yeah, yeah. them otherwise. So he, he he took that away as an excuse. Yeah, so fair. which like that he could have easily said that and just made it all about that, and no one would have focused on the France performance. But credit where it's due for him to actually go. No, like it was there. It might have affected them, but I wouldn't have played them if I didn't think they gave us the best shot to win. So, um, but yeah, like just deciding in that moment to do that defensively. And you boys are completely right. I think I don't mind pl- teams not playing that well in tournament football like mm-hmm. this because if we think back to 2018, I don't f- think France particularly played well that entire tournament. Like you even think back to say like I think it was Spain in twenty ten. They won every game one nil. Like, yeah. They weren't that mm-hmm. great if they were just they were playing like Spain were playing this year, but they just had people that could actually finish the ball. So I don't necessarily mind that, but it cost them here because yeah, they were horrible. Like they won they they had the moments to win. They didn't have the performance to pull it off. What's that guy called that had the last minute chance? That guy out oh, there, my heart. Mate. Was, bro, oh, bro, he should have scored. No composure whatsoever. Two one. You know what's so mad? He should have scored himself. Yeah. Or, you know oh. he had a he had a, he had, a, he had a setup. Mbappe was just next to him, bro. He could have just yeah. yeah he could have rolled it. He could have rolled it. Well, like he should have yeah. finished it. But bro, like if you weren't sure, bro, lay off in it. Like like yeah. You man, you man, you man. Let's 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 take it back to. When Argentina scored the third, because we, we've please. got we've got time to really break this game down properly in it. So back to what Jake originally asked about the third goal and France's backline. I think yeah. France's France's backline that was basically symbolic of of how they played throughout the game. I mean, the fact that they couldn't even hold their line to to catch. Um, who was it Martinez in the offside position which they could potentially could have if they kept a good line but do you know what happened though what I clocked about that like mm-hmm. it's hard to like almost you know, I can criticise them to some extent yeah but like that's when they had um, what's his name at left back in it um, Camavinga Camavinga yeah and like Donny like like I almost find it tricky to like criticize them because like he's mm-hmm. just so far from a left back, it hurts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I think he was the reason why I think but he's, he's played there a few times. No, so no, he has, he has. I'm not saying not that like, he can't play there, but like it's you know, not his it, favorite it, it, position. When the stakes are that high, yeah. like being asked to like yeah, to like be tight. switched on to that extent in it, like bro, you're gonna get caught out in it if that's not your position normally. And I think that's what happened in that goal in it. So yeah, don't get me wrong, it was a decision that's based off obviously something that happened in the game, but. It is one player that I might say, you know what, like, like allow him sort of in it is the fact that he's not a left back by trade in it. And so that step up, what you usually do in it when you when your team squeezed, he probably weren't even thinking that, like, you mean that that look, look the, here, that the, ho- the whole line, yeah, bro, it was whack, looks it was whack. Like yeah, a, yeah, 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 it's bro. true, it's true. I mean, you even think like earlier in the game, like Kunde at right back, like oh, he, he didn't start baptism. There, but he was, he just, I mean, to be fair to him, he's not a right back. And you're putting him against Di Maria, who in that form was going to take on most players. But he made his job easy. He was nowhere. I was sat there like, oh my God, Tuchel actually saw the light. No way he's playing a right back. That's not really that fair. But he what? He just he didn't know what he was doing at all. Mm. Like I think Deschamps was also well, almost praying for Pavar. But then we'll move on to that. We'll move on to that final goal to... Well, we'll move on to France's equaliser because it comes from a set piece and then the kid does it again. The kid does it again. He gets the ball on the outside. He beats one man, shifts it on his right, hits the ball. It was definitely going top corner. 
and then so I think was it Montiel who puts out his arm, and I think for a second nobody had a clue what was going on. You saw the ref point down, and we're just like, no, it's a free kick. Okay, wait, no, everyone's circling the penalty spot. It is Mbappe, and then we've talked about his composure already. You've already taken one penalty in the game. How big are Mbappe's cojones? It is, like, that is insane. I can't imagine being that calm in just a day-to-day basis. And he's just done that on that stage. Beautiful pen as well, man. Nestled. Nestled in the corner. You know when you live and breathe, bro? When you live and breathe, that's what happens, bro. Because we we were talking about this when we had like previous penalty shootouts, games are going into penalty shootouts, Harry Kane missing and letting his country down. Um <laughs> it's like it's it's actually mad. At twenty do we still call him a kid? He's twenty three, he's not a kid no more. <laughs> he's always gonna be the kid, man. But yeah, he's yeah, not a kid by literal. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, he will get one again. I think hundred percent. Yeah, but the, at the same time, at the same time, I'm thinking, yeah, nerves can play play a big part. Yeah, but at the same time, like if you're if if your mentality is that high, yeah, and you're in the final, and you know the stakes are high. This is what you're supposed to be doing, ideally, in it, in like in an ideal. Let's, obviously, let, we're humans. Let's let's remind ourselves that he did miss a pen um, in the Euros against Switzerland, wasn't it? Um, oh yeah, I think yeah, he, he did. Penalty, yeah. He did, and, and he's probably you know from that. That's one of those things where it's like he went away, went into the lab, you know, took time off, and was like, "Listen, I'm not ever going to put myself in that situation again. Um, if my country needs me, and it's from the spot, I'm bagging." You know, and I think this is all. This is all just adding to to the legacy of killing Mbappe. Even this L now, he's not going to want to feel like this again. He's going to want to come so back the next. Exactly, fam. fam even when he was picking up the... How many goals has he got now? It's eight, was it, I think it was. Was it eight in the end, man? No, I mean, in general, in general. In 11, general. I think it is. World Maybe Cup goals man. or France, yeah. French goals? 16. Yeah, oh, oh, man. Light work, light work. Yeah, he'll do the next one. He'll do oh, the next one. He looked like the most defeated person <laughs> I saw after that, too. Because, like, even when he was getting the golden ball, the golden gum boot and stuff, like, he could just tell when he's like... He, you know, it's like your average player... Would be like buzzing still, even if they took their win in the in the final. The fact that they're gonna be considered as like the number one top goal scorer in in in, in nah, the whole competition. Char, Char, are you okay? Have you not seen the previous ones? The previous World Cup, I think when Modric won Player of the Tournament and they lost in the final, bro, you're not gonna be happy, bro. Nah, so brother, no, no, no. The, the player of the tournament is slightly different, like accolade, and I'm saying like someone that's like being recognised as as basically the top goal scorer for the whole competition. The only player, the only player that will be happy is Harry Kane, bro. <laughs> if he lost in that final and he won he will be smiling cheek to cheek. It. It's, it's nah, man, he's just, bruv, his, 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 yeah, his, pers- his, uh, his mentality is elite, man. He's going to go to the top again. Yeah, well, yeah. He already is there in it, but like, yeah, he's going to get the World Cup. Like, to be fair, if anything, for his legacy, he actually needs to unlock the club the club side of things now. That's the thing that I think everyone's going to start looking at him. Because I think in terms of like well, he'll international get well. stage, he'll get, he'll get champs. He has to move to Madrid he'll for me. He'll get champs, bro. And I think I've not even just champs. He needs to win Ballon d'Or, bro. He's, bro, mm. like, we're not just talking about this. Any old guy that's gonna like be good for like three, four, five years. This guy needs to be challenging for like the Ballon d'Ors in it in the next or like what next decade or two in it. So like, yeah, man. I think he's just gonna, yeah. yeah he, he's in the conversation now in it with the greats. I think. Hundred percent. This guy's unreal, man. Yeah, it's 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 disgusting. It's just outrageous, and it's the fact that he's becoming a complete player as well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, did. 
question you, man. Like, when you do you know when he burst onto the steel, I just naturally always go back to that Monaco City game or um, Champions yeah. League game where he really made, like, obviously, I know he was making his name for himself anyway, but that was the one game when I think about, like, Kylian Mbappe when he was young. And I think, yeah, that was the first game I watched, and I was thinking, yeah, this guy is, like, the, the chosen one. Did you guys think he would, like, reach his trajectory when you first saw him? Like, uh, no. Because f- <laughs> I'm not going to say I did. I, I famously, I famously said. I famously said that he would like reach an early peak and, and dive off. Obviously, and like similar, off. yeah, and tail off, similar to like a Owen and a yeah, Ronaldo, yeah. etc. Because because of the type of player he is, a lot of, obviously it. toasted that they want to run the agenda, but because of the type of player he is, and that mm. you know those type of players can, if they get muscle injuries, it's peak. Like it's their peak, main yeah, power yeah. is gone in it. That's yeah. what I thought. But I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to be proven wrong in this instance, man. Because yeah, man. It's different. We, 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 it's we, actually we, different. Yeah, it's different. It's different gravy. Here, man. To to answer your question, Chart, the trajectory. I don't think anyone could have really called called yeah. it up to this point. But talent wise, you saw he had everything, man. You man, go back to yeah. that to that City game, uh, the Champions League performances in what he was seventeen, eighteen them times, and you yeah. think that if you stay healthy, if you stay you stay injury free, you you stay committed to your craft, all of that stuff. Why why couldn't you reach them heights? And, you know, he's showing us now, after all the work that's been put in and what he's showcased up to this point, he's still so young and he still has so much to fl- flip and achieve. It's, it's like mad. It's mad. The thing is, when you actually mad. talk about him getting better, it's not really him getting better as a footballer. It's just going to be exactly. him basically putting the numbers up. Exactly. It's just going to be, that's all it's going to exactly. be for now and what, next 10 years. Exactly. I'm not watching him thinking, oh, he needs to do this to like unlock X. But yeah. All it is just going to be, he's just going to have the numbers to basically prove that like, yeah, he's meant to be and, in that conversation. And then it will be, it will be the next phase of his career similar to like the Ronaldo's of this yeah. world where you have to refine your, like when you, lo- when he eventually loses his pace, which is like way far down the line, whatever. But when he loses that, how does he refine and respond to what his body is able to do how does he he mentally improve all of that stuff we'll see we'll see him transition into a different type of player when that happens but for now i'm just enjoying what he's given to us at this age man because it's something special man honestly right well we need to move on we mentioned it earlier just before penalties we all thought it was going to penalties once mbappe scored well at least i did i'm sad they're like right rub my hands it's penalty shootout time but then Colo Muani has that chance. And all I thought about for that is not they could have passed it, not they could have had a better finish, or even that Emmy Martinez pulled off a good save. It's just that that's where France's injury crisis really hit. You get We spoke about earlier the fact that if Conte's sweeping up in front of the defence, they're probably not going to have as many defensive problems. But if that person there isn't Colo Muani, if instead it is Benzema, if instead it oh, is God. even Nkunku, oh, that's God. it game's done the game is done there and you yeah. can't blame Deschamps for that you can't blame anyone for that but you are mm. like that is that moment where you look back on and I don't blame Colo Moani because I thought it was a, a decent attempt but like Chuck said you're you're expecting mm. better you're expecting it was a rush of blood attempts man I would have I would have side footed it you know Same. personally um as much as I, I dislike smash him it. as much as I dislike him and how much of a prick he's been since he left Great Arsenal save. Yeah, um, Emi Martinez save, yeah. steps up to the plate there, uh, makes himself look great. Great tournament. Yeah. Very good tournament. I think he even got the going on glove as well, so shout out to him. Yeah. Um, he made yeah, himself yeah. big, and and that's what you can do as a keeper. I remember, what game was it? Was it the Croatia game when the keeper made a big save? When you, when you make yourself big, um, 
Oh, no, it's actually some championship game. What am I talking about? Um, but yeah, Emil Martinez. Just, <laughs> that yak, <you> know, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's yakking, boy. Uh, and when, when your country needs you, you know what they say? We talk about in the Premier League. Your keeper wins you points. And that was basically a World Cup um, winning save. It really was, man. They, mm-hmm. yeah, it really yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. They score that. That's the first time France goes into the league. What, less than a minute or, or two to go? And yeah, it's game over. Yeah, it would have been done. It would have been done. It would have been, been the winning goal. Yeah. Tops off, yellow card. There you go. And we get, so he makes that save. We go to Penos and it comes down to the man we've just said. Emi Martinez, the newest entrant to the shithousing Hall of Fame. He was everywhere. And he saves Coman's penalty. I didn't think it was that good. Like the it was just like to the right, but he is immediately running towards Coman and celebrating in front of him. He is constantly up at the spot, getting in mind games. That for me, it played a part in Chukamini's miss, and it just felt like it. Like once that first save gone in, I think it was that feeling of dread of, yeah, France aren't coming back into this. And for me, it was just a simple fact that there was so much youth on the pitch. I get that, like sometimes that you yeah. younger players play without fear. But in that moment, it's fear for everyone. And yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. I had the same thoughts at that time. I was like, Argentina will win this just because of that. So yeah, and to be fair, Tosi called it early. That's why he was desperate for France to win. Can't imagine why he was desperate for France <laughs> to win. But um, Drew, I'll speak to you about it then, because we've had this discussion in our chat for a while about your shootout order. Who are you putting where? Are you leaving your best players to last? For though they get the pressure penalties, but then you're risking a Neymar type situation where he doesn't even get to step up, or are you putting them first mm. and then hoping that your best, that your fourth or fifth best takers at the end can see it through? Does this shootout settle it? You need to put your top guys first. Messi goes first, scores. Mbappe goes first, scores. Yeah, I mean, I'm with the camp of like just putting all your best players first, man, and then <laughs> whatever happens later down the line happens, man. So, yeah, it, it worked out well. I was happy to see that Messi stepped up first. Um, yeah, and, and on France's side, Mbappe as well. But I thought ultimately, once we go to the second, third, fourth, in terms of France, they would have buckled, man, simply because, like, those players, they're not, they're, they're not really built for, for this pressure moments yet. So, yeah, man, that, that's, that's what it proved. That experience and... Um, yeah, the dark arts of Argentina won, won, won the penalty shoot. Um, Laurie's diving around like an idiot, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he should have saved oh, at least three of them. My God. At <laughs> least. Was it the at third least. one? I think the one that Argentina said, the third one, he got his hand to it. Fam? And then just dive. Nah, I'm sorry. Inquest into Loris, man. I can't <laughs> Yeah, low key. The, bar, the, the Bala key. one was the one was, I was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing, honestly? Oh, man. That's when you chucked yeah. your glasses across the room, innit? Yeah, man. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> the moment you rely on Spurs, you're going to be disappointed. That is why Calvin is a very angry man. And that is why <laughs> France have not won a penalty shootout. Also, can we just final. quickly just touch on something quickly? I find it quite it like funny. But we have to give him his props slightly. But I know we're going to continuously give him his props for the next, what, like 10 decades. But anyway, Messi has unlocked this new penalty tech, isn't it? That, like, if he had done, like, years ago, bro, he'd be, like, because he's bare cool, like, cool as a cucumber with this new penalty technique. I think it's very similar to, like, 
almost similar to like Bruno Fernandes, like the, sk- the skip, because he, he sort of stops just before he's about to take it and he's looking at the keeper and where they're about to dive. Actually, no, more so yeah. very similar to like Hazard, how he took a pen. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, like it's very like he's he's unlocked it and he, like they they he did any any of the pens I've seen him taking this. Cause I think he scored three, hasn't he, in in, in this tournament? Maybe yeah, four, three or four, yeah, four. And if you're including the penalty shootout one, bro, they haven't got close to any of them. Yeah, the and and like you say, with every one, it seems like he gets the keeper to move, to move. before he actually decides what spot he's gonna pick. Um, play. Yeah, play so too. I know it's that too. To be fair. No, man, are, man are trying to do conspiracy. I I see you guys. Nah, nah, nah. Because wait, uh, for man years we've been talking about Pinaldo. This, but like, I've got to give him. I've got to give him his props, isn't it? Pens aren't, aren't easy. Just, I'm being consistent with it, bro. Pens are easy to score. So the fact he's on, he's found somewhere to like, you know, to make it work. Hats off to him, innit? I was actually surprised that he scored his penalty. To be honest, in the shootout, because Messi is renowned for like <laughs> pressure moments. He, he doesn't really get me. Doesn't really deliver. That's like why that. I think. So that's I was, why I, I think that penalty, surprised. his penalty technique works for him because you, I think even in the pen during the game, you could tell he was mad nervous. But I think once he sort of stopped mm. and like slowed himself down, like that penalty, like you can literally just literally looking at the keeper and, and like they're moving it, and he obviously he backs himself in terms of like foot to ball like technique in it. So yeah, man, he's unlocked it for sure. Uh, uh, Char, I, I completely agree with you because I think before this this tournament, it was some like Messi was some like seventy five percent on penalties. Yeah, now, that is that that's basically your xG on penalties. When you anyone takes next a penalty, your xG is about point seven five. So he's just simply like the one hole you could try and poke at him is that he was an average penalty taker. And then he comes to this World Cup and just goes, "All right, I'm just going to bag them all. Simple. And whatever he's done is brilliant." But Drew, you said at the start of the episode you wanted to just bask in the glory of your enemies not being able to say a bad word about Messi um if you want to I would like to give you this opportunity to just be a smug bastard really and just say what get something off your chest about just how great you feel like I do about being team Messi forever and a day um team Argentina for always yada yada yeah yeah just just <laughs> run with it let me just let me just read something out for you guys. You get me? Ten La Ligas, eight Super Coppers, seven, seven Copa del Rey, four Champions out, League. I thought I thought you wrote a sixteen Super for Cups, Messi, fan. I was about to say three Club World Cups, one League One, one Copa de America, seven Ballon d'Ors, two Golden Ball Awards, and a World Cup. I mean. If this was any of you guys, would you would you return back to Paris? Nope. Is there any nah, need man. for you? Like th- this study has complete, bro. This he's bro. Messi is Messi is Drake in it. Like I always yeah, say, like Drake, he's completed music. <laughs> he's completed football, bro. Yeah. Messi has completed Messi? football. And yeah, go on. Sorry, no. He's just come out and said he's carrying on with the national team just so he can play in the national team shirt of the World Cup. Um, I think star on it or something like that. So we're still we still oh, got Messi to see. But yeah, yeah, he's come out. And said what he's coming back for another World Cup, yeah, bro? Well, not for a World Cup. I don't think. I think oh, he wants to copper. play like maybe the next season. Maybe copper. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm. Just basically flexing, flexing the new, the new thing on 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 the shirt. Yeah, man. He should, man. I mean, I think like this is absolutely deserved and a long time coming. Long time. How many years is it since eight years? 2014 World Cup final. Um, 
is yeah. I mean, I, I I don't even know what to say, man. I've said it all in like ten years, man. But I guess we had to we had to collect this one um, to make sure that the Ronaldo the Ronaldo boys, not even just the Ronaldo boys, man. It's the Pele boys that's pissing me off, even the Maradonas, <laughs> the Johan Cruyffs. Is is them man that are pissing me off, car? Them man, them man are nowhere near. Like of Pele, he's got World Cups in it, but he's never played in a serious league. So Messi, yeah, <laughs> overall, like in terms of like a, in terms of like an overall player, he is the he's the best ever, man. And and obviously, Ronaldo would have to be second. Um, but I must say, Ronaldo, he's greatest in terms of strikers, isn't it? R nine Henry, Ronaldo's the greatest in that department. But Messi, in terms of player. He's done it all. He's proven that he can carry his team. He's proven that he can be the main man and and deliver the goods for his national side as well. Um, and yeah, we, we we saw a preview this season in Ligue 1, man, for PSG, where like last season he, he was a bit meh, but this season he started off brilliantly, man. So yeah, man, should have seen it coming, man. So yeah, I'm happy that it's finally finally settled. Respect, man. Respect. Yeah, um, man. Munya, I'll go, I'll go to you before opening the, up this up to the group because you were, as far as I'm aware, probably the earliest shower of this. You were saying this was the best World Cup that you had seen. I think when you first said it, it might have been just as the groups have ended maybe around that time period. And I was sort of like, yeah, fantastic group stage, but I need to see knockouts. And then the knockouts have come and gone and have <laughs> given us everything. I think the only thing I could have asked for on top of that was an England win to bring football home. But we can just wait four more years or however long. But at least we bought the first. Or Portugal to be in a final. Nah, I don't give a fuck about that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but Munya, like, you called it early. It's the best World Cup ever, right? Oh, man. Honestly, I I don't even want to watch football again after this because. Bro, like, you got a league to win, mate. Oh my, oh yeah, true. You got a league to win, fella. Yeah, what the hell? Come on, man. Look at that chart. Look at that chart. He hates us. He forgot. And then he's like, back on it. Yeah, bro, I'm just trying to get Um, back on the saddle. What the hell? Nah, um, Jake, honestly, like I've always said, unfortunately, Winter World Cup, it being a Qatar. Do you know what? The Winter World Cup, it grew into me. I'll be honest. Um, Shouldn't have been in Qatar. Um, but we are where we are now and um, we have been given one heck of a tournament and um, a, a, a tournament to remember, obviously for the bad, but also for the good of the football that we have seen. Because my Lord, we've had shocks, we've had upsets, we've had great goals, we've had unbelievable comebacks. We, you said it yourself, we've had it all. I don't think we've missed... Do you know what? what's funny though? We've not had many bad cards. I think the only red card I can recall was mm. um, was it the keeper Wayne Hennessy getting sent off for Wales. I can't recall there, any there other. Oh, and, and um, Bubakar, Bubakar, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that that's that one. Um, huh. So it's been a fair play one. No English yeah. fans arrested. Bloody hell, mate. Yeah, you you honestly just yeah, it's gonna be one that I will look back and think about a lot. Um, Andy, we talked about it in the last episode. I think you were saying what's the best one for you, and I think you said 2002 or um, 98. But for me, yeah, this one. I think Charles, we were joking about it. This, but this one, one yeah. has just gone straight to the top, straight sure. to the top. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The poor one for this one still. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think anyone's going to argue that. I, I don't. It's like say we had, we had upsets galore. We had just sheer drama across the board. We had goals in so many different games. Like, I know there was a run of like nil nils at the start of the group stage, but it just I think that was almost the benefit of the Winter World Cup is that you we had teams they were forced into action. So at the start it was a bit like we're still getting used to each other. But you've got that club form, that club momentum that they've managed to carry in. So once you've got used to your new teammates, like Argentina yeah. is the biggest example of that. They started off with a loss against Saudi Arabia. And we're all sat there like Argentina have just like they brought a what was it, a thirty five game unbeaten run into the tournaments, like and they've just lost against Saudi fucking Arabia. Like, are they gonna go out and they just got better and better and better? And for me, it was like an absolute chaos. Like, I don't know about you, but I think like Morocco. I think I think out of all the teams here, out of yeah. all the teams like Argentina and maybe England as well, those two teams were the only teams that proper looked like they were on a mission to do something in this tournament. Like I hear what you're saying in with the that. sense of like yeah yeah Argentina in the sense of like obviously the Saudi Arabia L, but even in the so I think the Saudi Arabia L was because of complacency, simple as that. And then the rest, as, as they grew, they you just look like we're coming for a result. We need to win this tournament. And yep. England as well, for me, like in every single game, apart from maybe the USA game, they've, they've just been dominant, like just like clearly dominant. And it's just unfortunate in the, in the manner that they lost against France. But I think those two teams, for me, they, yeah, they just look like they wanted, they wanted it. And the rest and was I, just... I, I, I think, you know what it is, you know, you know what it is with that, like... It's a great point, by the way, but I think if you look at how the quote-unquote lesser teams performed, I almost don't think that the the teams that were expected favourites were anticipating how well some of these teams would play. I mean, you look at, we talk about the Saudi result, we talk about the Jap- Japan, we look at Japan, how they play, we look at South Korea, and they, they were all for the most part, all competitive games. I mean, even if even if you look at like Australia and some of the performances they put in, not the greatest team to watch, but they tried to get results. They made it out of their group. They weren't expected to make it out of their group, you know? So you just think, Germany going out and all and all these different all these different teams in the different groups that you maybe didn't give a chance were really really came to play man and um it, it came out in yeah. in the way you know uh, that the teams who qualified uh into the next round uh you, you know you weren't expecting certain teams to be there but man it was just for, for in terms of just unexpected results as well um yeah it was just a great spectacle man great spectacle yeah 100%. And I, yeah, for me, just brilliant tournament. I think Qatar, they spent 200 billion odd to- dollars on this tournament. Yeah, I think you've probably got your money back to be money fair. well spent. <laughs> yeah, fair play to them, fair play to them. But um, obviously, we did our predictions at the start of the tournament. Munya, do you want to quickly run us through that? Yeah, man. I mean, some great and interesting prediction from the boys. Um, and yeah, it, it only came to like literally the final game to sort it out. Um, can I just confirm, lads? Messi didn't get the golden boot, did he? Mbappe no. just nicked it. Mbappe got it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought as much. I think he, he finished on six because of that um, hat trick. I think Andy, Andy did predict a hat trick, but not for Messi. Um, but yeah, following that, 
Rock. <laughs> you think you're slight? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Rock? Rock. Chine it. Yeah, boy. Hey, he's like he's dipped at the right time. Char, Rock Bottom, Zero, boy. Nothing, nowhere being close. Um, but um, <laughs> he said the top flop was going to be Mbappe, you know. My man just clicked in the Gordon <laughs> Boo. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, and then fifth with his half point is our boy rapping Drew. Um, obviously, come on. <laughs> what was the half point saying, for? That's a half point, so man. He said Iran would be the surprise team, and I gave it to him because they nearly got out of their group. Had they got out of the group, I'd have probably given him a full point. But we had to give some flowers for Iran for what they did, man. Especially that game against Wales. Um, I've never seen. Jake, stop hating, man. Hey, man, I I just wanted a qualifier on that. I mean, Moody's more generous man than me. I'll put it that way. Uh, And then in in third place is Tosin with his um, asterisks. Um, He guessed that Messi would be the player of the tournament, um, but also Germany would be the early exit. But he did say Germany and Spain. Could he got three if it was both? But you know, we'll, we'll just give him a two with the asterisks there. Um, it won't make a, a, a big difference. And then yeah, Jake and Kenna came to the last game. Effectively, Jake was leading with two. Kenna had literally one. And at this point, and Kenna has nicked it from Jake, man. So Jake comes second place. Guessing correctly, Belgium would be the early exit. KDB having a shocking tournament and did guess that France would be the runner-up. And then Kenna correctly guessed that Germany would be the early exit. Guess Messi would be the player of the tournament and got the winner and the runners up. The runner-up, sorry, um, correct, being Argentina and France, of course. But, yeah, man, there were our Varbar predictions. It was nice doing it for you boys. A little bit of a competitiveness there. Some people rock, as always. And then, yeah, Ken, ach, I'm glad he's not in this episode, man. We would have been chatting the most. There would have been the return noise, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Wait, Calvin had that on lock. <laughs> oh, just imagine those two in this podcast. My God, that would have been there. Would have been no hosting. It would have just been them at each other's throats. But um, boys, we have, we'll have to do some shots. It's the World Cup final, of course. So I'm going to do it for like from the overall tournament perspective, not just a simple final. But I want to give a shout out to. I think it's got, for me, it's got to be Morocco, man. Like, nobody saw them being that good. I don't think anybody had that in them. But they were the shocks of the tournament. They were so well organised. Like, you think of all the players now that are suddenly getting rumoured for these big-time moves. Unbelievable. I think they epitomised this tournament for me. They were utterly fantastic throughout. So my shot's going to go for them and their manager, who has to get a big-time job somewhere now off of this. And I want to go to Manu next for his. <sighs> Man, this is a shot that um, I didn't think I would ever be taking on the pod. But oh, Barman, get me your finest vodka, man. Give me that Ciroc Pina Colada special that's not been sh- in the shops for a while. Um, he's the Argentine called Leon Messi, man. I mean... Officially today, boys, I have to retire my gender. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, I've loved watching you. You have brought me happiness. 
and some sad moments. Um, but for me, it's done, man. Messi, you are in a different level. Um, Ronaldo cannot grace your boots. Um, Ronaldo will never be able to do what you have done. Yeah, man. What I saw today, and I remember at the finalist at Wembley when they beat Italy, I mean, yeah, the man is different gravy, boys. Um, so, yeah, today I officially retire my agenda. Um, Tabo, Kenna, Andrew, well done, man. You guys won. Um, Messi. Yeah, man. Different. Le different. There's my shot, man. Messi. Yeah, man. Bloody well, hell. thank you for taking that. Go, go, pour yourself a real shot now. I think <laughs> I'm defeated. I'm defeated. <laughs> oh God! And then, you're up, man. Yeah. Uh, so I actually have to take take the same shot as uh, Munya. Uh, hold my nose whilst Ooh. doing it. Um, agenda <laughs> officially retired, man. Um, for Lionel Messi. Uh, he had a stellar tournament and, um, yeah, just have to give him his flowers where it's due. As Just as a lover of football, uh, sometimes you just have to put your agenda to the side and appreciate greatness. So, yeah, shout out Lionel Messi. And then my actual shot uh, is to the young French kid, uh, 23 years of age, was looking to win his second World Cup uh, at the age of uh, 23, but uh, just fell short, but... Uh, yeah, man, he he has nothing to be ashamed of in that regard. He's got so much football of his career left to play. And if you really deep it, just looking at his final in isolation, this guy matched Lionel Messi stride for stride. And in terms of the, the carrying that he did for his team, he got, you know, important goals in the game, important moments in the game, scored uh, pressure penalties uh, and he, he's really a complete player at the age of 23 and really it's just now about adding to his accolades and, and adding to uh, the mental side of his game just to keep going man so killing Mbappe man this this kid this kid uh, is, is the one he's the one man make way for the for the old goats this this is the new goat coming man <laughs> I wonder why you're <laughs> saying that Fred um, but yeah <laughs> listeners Thank you ever so much. We've had an absolute blast bringing you guys more episodes and this World Cup. I think from my own sense, I was I had a lot of trepidation at the start of this World Cup and at the end, I've realised once you just sit there and try to enjoy the moment, you get to experience just a sheerly unbelievable football. And it's been absolutely fantastic. We'd, de- we'd love to relive it all again, but I, I will treasure this for a long time. I think we all will. And yeah, we're going we're gonna to be back to our regularly scheduled programming. Well, I say that next Sunday's Christmas Day and nobody's going to be doing anything around then. So Premier League, it's crazy to say that's back in some like nine days. We're going to be back on that grind somehow. Don't know how we're going to go back to that, lads. That's going to take a couple of weeks to get used to that, um, especially because Chelsea are wank. But yeah, that that's us for the World Cup. Thank you ever so much for listening. And... We will be speaking to you very soon as always. Peace. 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 Walk up, we're done. (laughs) Hey, Kyle.